I miss Kenny Rogers Roasters Chicken more than is reasonable for that sort of thing. It was delicious. You're like, oh, the place from Seinfeld? No, it was real. It was real. And it, it they had open air for, for display, but also making the real chickens, these rotisseries, these giant floor-to-ceiling rotisseries. And those delicious little birds would just go around and around and around. And uh, I miss it. I miss it. I crave it fortnightly. They said, my latest research says the only one still in existence is in Singapore. And if you know anything about me, it is not out of the question for me to book a trip to Singapore to get a chicken. I uh, That's not off the table um, I'll go to Singapore I'll get myself a delicious chicken that probably won't taste the same and I'll be very disappointed and then um, and then um, hard drugs probably hard drugs and delicious chickens that rode on a Ferris wheel welcome to the show I'm so glad you've come back um, hey I'm getting my feet under me and if you've been here, awesome. And if, you, if you're if you just getting here, awesome too. Thank you. That's a real thank you. That's not like a bullcrap Facebook thank you. Thank you for letting me try. <laughs> and if I cannot try, let me be brave in the attempt. Every repairman, every contractor, every plumber, every mechanic, every engine mechanic, every skilled laborer that I have ever come in contact with thinks the skilled laborer who did the job before was an idiot. Have you ever noticed that? Like, they all think, like, well, I don't know who installed that before, but it certainly wasn't done correctly. And it's like, oh, like, you think, like, uh, well, it seems like your engine's been welded together. I'm, did you know that? I'm like, no, I didn't know that the, that my engine head had been welded together. It's impossible that they're all idiots. And, I, yeah, you're the one that knows. I don't know. I don't know who put those shingles on, but good God. It's like, oh, sh- oh, come off it. You're all the same. You're all the same. <laughs> every, every one of you can't believe the ineptitude of the workmen that came before you. Uh, and I don't know. My, my wife is in charge of hiring the, the skilled labor because I have none of these skills. Hiring the skilled labor to to perform around our house. And boy, do I not know where she digs these people up. (laughs) It looks like, let me just say, it looks like (laughs) backstage at a Molly Hatchet concert. (laughs) Um, 
I got I got a little um irritated with a contractor who was here. I hate smokeless tobacco. I can't. If you use it, great. Knock yourself out. I cannot stand it. Um, this is just an opinion. You look ridiculous. Spitting into a little cup. Every two, every two seconds, spitting into a little cup in your hand. You look ridiculous. Light your tobacco and fire like the rest of us adults. Stop sucking on it. And if it tastes so good, why would you need to spit every two seconds into a paper cup? So one of the contractors, I found one of those. They look like little tiny pouches. I found those little pouches like all over my yard. And I can't, <laughs> I can't, do, I can't, no. The answer is no. That is a no-no for someone who, and I it's, don't think I'm being, I don't think I'm being averse to this. I lived 19 years. My former job, back when I had a job. <laughs> By the way, podcasting's my job now. And, I, and you're thinking to yourself, why aren't you better at it? I'm, I'm a beginner. <laughs> but in my former life, 90% of every one of my coworkers was sucking on a little pouch full of tobacco 24 hours a day and spitting into a cup and then leaving the cup everywhere. So yeah, I'm a little extra I'm a little extra sensitive to it. You're you're just being ridiculous. So smoke cigarettes like an adult. And not every workman who came before you did it wrong. It might have just been done 20 years ago. You don't know. There's an old house. This old house, Bob Vila. And not, not everybody is a moron. I'm a moron. But not everyone else is. You are not the only plumber in the world. You are not the only pipe fitter. Now you got me all mad about chewing tobacco. I, why? I can't, honestly, it stopped me from enjoying baseball for a while. It stopped me from enjoying baseball. In my head, I had just had to, to just go, oh, well, they can't do it in the major leagues anymore. Um, so I just assume it's all um, bubble gum. In my head, I have, to, I have to be like, well, it's probably, it's probably big league chew in there. So stop it. Just stop. Here's something. I started a new create creative project this morning um, as if I needed another one. But what I did <clears throat> was I was messing around with the chat GPT like every podcaster is. And I asked it to write a reimagined script for the checkoff play Uncle Vanya set in Kentucky in modern day Kentucky it did not spit out a full reimagined script based on the checkoff play it gave me almost a full page <laughs> 
of encouragement, which is strange for chat GPT, but real, really good notes. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you because reading things to people on podcasts is something we should stop doing altogether. But it said, certainly I can offer some ideas for a reimagined version of Uncle Vanya set in Lexington, Kentucky. In this version, the play's character will be transported to a rural southern setting, perhaps a farm outside Lexington, and then it goes on to like really, really good um, ideas. So I set to work, and I am adapting the Chekhov play Uncle Vanya um, to being set in 1990s Lexington, Kentucky. So that's, uh, uh, once again, I can hear everyone say, boy, is that ambitious. Yeah, I just, I tried to climb mountains earlier this year and that crashed and burned. At least I won't die. I don't think I won't, I won't be rushed to the hospital trying to reimagine a play that's in the public domain. Um, and it goes faster than you think. I've never had the discipline to do anything like this. Uh, I was in a relationship once with an author. She wrote books. And um, she would just stop in the middle of the day. We would just be having a nice day. And she would just stop in the middle of the day and go, Oh, got to go to work. And she'd go into her room and write. And I was like, why don't you just do that later? And she's like, there is no later. I have I have advances for these books to pay back. Um, this is my job. I have to I have to do that. And I'm just like, man, I would I wouldn't get anything done. But uh, it went faster than normal today. Hopefully, this idea doesn't get gonna get thrown into the trash heap. I think it'll take three months before I can even go to get done with the first draft. It'll take three months. Um, they said, write what you know. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I think, I think we won't even be getting close to second draft or reworking or punch up for at least three months. Um, and I'm being probably foolish. It's probably going to be longer than that, but, uh, then I'm going to go broke, uh, <laughs> producing a play, I guess. <laughs> Oh, what's money for? What am I going to do? Buy another Jeep Grand Cherokee? Um, yeah. But I'd like to have one of those little playbooks with my with my name on it. And um, I like the first cast in the in the jacket cover. That would be cool. But but the heads up, and the worst thing you can do uh, after day one of a project, the worst thing you can do is tell people about it. What a huge mistake I've made just now. Telling you about this creative endeavor. <laughs> what a huge mistake I've made. Um, I'm regretting. I'm regretting everything. <laughs> Forget you heard the last four minutes. The Neighborhood Association had their 4th of July cookout. <laughs> um, so what I do is I go 
early and I hang out until the last person gets there and then I leave. So I don't eat um, food from people's kitchens I don't know. If I don't know you, I don't want to eat food from your kitchen. I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're a great cook. And if we become friends, then I'll be happy to try your mother's chili recipe. But I'm not, if I don't, I'm, I'm not. You might have unruly cats. A lot of people in this neighborhood have have unruly cats, and if and I just no, we're good. We're, I'm, we're fine. Um, my wife sent me to the store. We really phoned it in on this potluck. Uh, she sent me to the store for a vegetable tray, you know, with the dip in the middle. Crudite is what we called it growing up, but she's from Ohio, so it's a vegetable tray. <laughs> vegetable tray. Um, so I went there. And there was a lady who was camped out in the grocery store right in front of the fruit and vegetable trays. Um, camped out, like on her phone, her cart in the way, just leaning up against the door of the of like the the freshness cooler that the food and vegetable trays are kept in. And I Look, a normal person would have walked over and said, "Excuse me, ma'am, I need to get at those trays." Or, "Hey, I'm just gonna sneak." Hey, I'll do. I do the very Kentucky thing. Ooh, I'm just gonna scooch in right beside you. Oh, thanks. And then, I, but I just didn't have it in me to come to come in contact with another human. I didn't have it in me. And you know what? I'm I'm allowed. I'm giving myself permission to be allowed. And um, so I decided to wait her out. So I went over to the cheese case, the Murray's cheese case. <laughs> and I am not a cheese expert by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I know cheddar. I'm aware of the pepper jack and uh, Munster goes good on a burger. But when there's a cheese tray out, I usually just don't. I'll just eat on the meats. On the charcuterie. And I'll just leave the cheese alone. Um, but they had all this discount cheese. And I was trying to wait this lady out. And I found. This should really go into the consumer section. But no. I found the most wonderful cheese. And all of you cheese people are going to go. Yeah that's a pretty common cheese. Have you had. Robiola Bocina cheese. Robiola. Robiola. Bocina. Have you had this? Okay. I get it home. It is a it is a soft white cheese. I open the package and immediately I've regretted my life. Because it smells um it's a familiar smell. It smells like um dirt. Like garden dirt. And I'm like, here we go. I'm never gonna get this this buck thirty five back. Um, I put that on a on a on a cracker. Get out of town. Did I enjoy myself? So while everyone was at the party, I was at home eating this lovely cheese all by myself. I paired it uh, with a red wine from Spain, uh, Roija. 
a Rojija. <laughs> yeah, it's a red wine from Spain. I paint it from a Spanish wine, and then uh, I Google after enjoying it with the wine and this cheese and these crackers. I Googled what's the right wine to pair with this cheese, and um, Google tells me I picked the exact wrong wine. But you know what? You know what, Google? I really enjoyed that pairing. Maybe my palate is more sophisticated. On their website, SeriousEats.com, they say fresh and soft cheeses love crisp whites, dry rosés, sparkling wines, dry aperitif wines, and light-bodied reds with low tannins. Wines with apple, berry, stone fruit, tropical, melon, or citrus flavors work best. Avoid big, tannic red wines like Malbec, Cabernet Sauvignon, Bordeaux, and Bordeaux blends. To find out more, look for the link in your Google Home or Google Assistant app. I don't remember asking you in the first place. I ruined my meal at the Outback Steakhouse um, by ordering without thinking. Set down in the Outback Steakhouse. We get the appetizer. It is a bloomin' onion. If you're not familiar, fried onion. Nice little dipping sauce. It's delicious. Um, so we ordered that and I didn't even think about it. Then we order the entrees and I didn't feel like having a salad. So I said, what are the soup options? And the server said, um, a soup I didn't like and said French onion soup. And I said, French onion soup sounds good. I haven't had a nice, you know, where it's got the bread chunks and it's got the cheese on the top and the French. I'll have the French onion soup. Very good, sir. Then I ordered my steak, completely forgetting what I had ordered previously. And they asked me if I wanted any add-ons, any extra things on the steak. And I said, you know what would sound good? On top of my steak is, yeah, grilled onions is what I ordered. And I didn't put, I did not draw a line between any of the things I ordered. And halfway through the meal, um, it dawns on me that I'm eating onions for dinner. And onions is a food <laughs> that is good in moderation. So my appetizer was onion. My soup was onion, and then my steak tasted of onions. I ruined an entire steak dinner night out by just ordering without thinking. And I don't know why I want to tell you about that, but I want that one back, man. I got to have that one back. This whole episode's been about food. <laughs> Don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry because you're going to spend way more and buy a whole lot more garbage you don't need. And don't record a podcast when you're hungry. This whole thing's been about food. I guess I'm hungry. I want a chili dog. <laughs> hey, we got some really nice notes. Um, 
I got a really, really kind note from Matthew O'Sullivan. Thank you, Matthew, for, for writing in and, uh, and telling me uh, you're enjoying the show. Um, we have a tea public now for T-shirts, my little kumquats. I, I'm not going to do it every episode. I'm not going to call you my little kumquats every episode. Um, it's like Bazinga. And the Big Bang Theory. I don't want to overuse it, but you are my little kumquats. And if you'd like a kumquat shirt, uh, we have those over on the Tee Public. The easiest way, just uh, get over to my Instagram, Newman1313, and the store link is in the bio. Go to this this show's Instagram. Uh, go over to Newman the Podcast on Instagram. And the link to the store uh, is there. Buy a t-shirt. Um, my son has a, has a sports podcast now. Uh, sports and stuff with Ace. He has t-shirts too. If you bought one of those, he would be over the moon. If he sold some merch, he would be swagging around the sixth grade like you wouldn't believe. Um, a couple other things. Um, so I put the link up to the t-shirts and I've said, Available is the famous kumquat shirt. It's just a shirt with a cartoon kumquat that says kumquat. I said, here's a link to the famous cartoon. Um, over on over on Twitter, Erica Heartless. Hi, Erica. Felt it necessary to write, I'm so glad it's already famous. Erica, sweetie. I'm just going to assume you meant that in the nicest way possible. And I'm going to find it funny. And I even clicked like on that. So, um, I have the numbers for last week's podcast. I'm under no illusions that it's a famous kumquat t-shirt. But I would like you all to wear kumquat t-shirts. I would like a look out from beyond this vista and see nothing but kumquat t-shirts from Tee Public. But other than that, uh, not a lot of housekeeping going on. Everybody's been really cool um, about uh, letting me find my find my wings and fly. Everybody's been really cool about that. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I really am. And... Um, if you can come along for the ride, it makes it more fun. If you can reach out and talk to us, uh, don't just reach out. Uh, head over to the Instagram, send me a direct message, uh, and you and I will talk uh, that way. Um, I say thank you about 50 times an episode. I'm going to say it again in my little kumquats. Thank you so much for your support. My dad had to go to the hospital for a procedure. And no, this isn't the start of a GoFundMe. We we have insurance. It's fine. <laughs> it got me thinking, you know, when you're uh, my dad's and he's, he's an old man and he's uh, uh, I tell you what he used to do uh, when I was when I was dating and a new girl would come around the house. He would always get to him first. <laughs> he'd try to be slick and he'd like get to them before anybody else. And he'd always pull them aside and he'd say, 
like quietly, like, hey, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Nick's mom has a glass eye and she's really, really self-conscious about it. So don't like make direct eye contact with Nick's mom. Uh, otherwise, she gets pretty upset about it. And they were like nervous anyway because um, we'd reached the point where they were going to meet the family. <laughs> And they wouldn't look at my mom in the eye. And then years later, I found out that a couple of them were like having fun and discussing and comparing notes about what it's like to uh, be in a romantic relationship with a with a with a insane person, I guess me. And I heard from a third party that they were talking about how weird my mother's eye looked. And they were like, yeah, I can't, it's so strange. Like it's, I try, I just try to avoid it as much as possible. They'd say that. And, um, my mother does not have a glass eye. (laughs) She doesn't. Um, (laughs) it is the longest con with no prayer of payoff, but, oh, he loved it. Uh, he (laughs) loved I had uh, a girl I dated in high school was a strict religious Catholic, and she was going to come because uh, to to church services with us. And uh, you could tell she'd never been anywhere but Latin service Catholics. And she was a little, you know, out of her element a little bit, all the things she's heard over the years. And it was for my high school graduation um, acknowledgement is what it was for. And we were getting ready to leave. And my dad in his suit, he looks at her and goes, um, hey, did you bring your own snake or are you going to need to borrow one for the service? And she absolutely, he, he deadpan delivered it. Uh, she lost, um, she lost her mind over that one. <laughs> and it took me 20 minutes to calm her down. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was the podcast. Wrap it up. Wrap it up and go. Hey, um, next week, next week's podcast will be recorded in Canada. I'm going over to Canada um, to watch a basketball game in Canada. Um, Hey, any Toronto kumquats, holler at your boy and tell me, if there's anything I need to see while I'm in the great white north, the true north, strong and free. Um, this has been great. You have been great. This has been fabulous. Hey, on Wednesdays, if you're a Spotify um, premium listener, uh, I make a mixtape for you on Wednesdays. Um, I'm going to curate some songs, variants on a theme. We just call it the Wednesday Mixtape. It's only available on Spotify. And if you have Spotify premium, you get the entire song, not just the 30-second um, preview. So join me on Wednesdays for the mixtape. Come right back here next week to hear what Canada has uh, in store. It'll just probably be me talking about poutine. Uh, poutine. <laughs> I almost said poontang. It'll be me talking about poutine. Um, I can't wait to see you um, in my inbox, sliding into my DMs. Um, just uh, reach out and touch somebody. Um, spend this week being a good little kumquat. Spend this week being a good uh, good person. Um, or, you know, extract vengeance. 
Some people need a little vengeance. <laughs> um, don't record podcasts when you're hungry. As soon as I'm done here, uh, in just one minute's time, I'm going to go eat some brie cheese. Uh, I'm out of the good cheese that we discussed earlier, but I have brie cheese. It's a little greasy, but it's from France. What do you expect? Yeah, take that, France. No, I love France. I was looking at French properties on Zillow. <laughs> you know, you can buy a, a decent-sized house in France and just live there. You can just do No one's stopping you. There's nothing to say you can't buy a decent-sized house in France and live there. There's no, the only thing that's holding you back is you. It's you. You could be over there having bacons and oofs for breakfast every day. No, you're, but you, you lack vision. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Triscuits down from the pantry, and I'm going to eat this brie. But I had a target to hit for this segment, and I hit it. Thank you all. Come back next week. I love you. I really do.